Greetings, fellow listeners. You're listening to Chapter 4 of Tolkien White Girl, a podcast where I, your host, Carolyn, and also of the Eternarion, read an epic fantasy novel I wrote when I was 15 to my friends Emma. Hey. David. Hey. Keenan. Holla at your boy. <laughs> Better every time. Yeah. Last week, we covered Chapter 3, where Raiden, our protagonist, gets too close with his sister. Any thoughts on this, guys? Yeah, there was quite a lot of um, cuddling, gazing, sharing a bed. Uh, incestual undertones, or overtones, frankly. Yeah, it was fairly overt. Uh, nothing else happened in the chapter, no. except for them kind of lusting after each other in a bed, right? Am I wrong? No, it's, it's pr- there was a song. It was, oh. uh, it was really a chapter for your bathtub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please don't. Like, it's not to yeah, the master. So, yeah, and then before that, we had had all kinds of, uh, you know, character development, kind of, for Raiden. He, uh, he was mad, and then he got madder, and he was mad again. He was mad about something else. Just a mad boy. No, no, he was mad for a specific reason. Why? Pat, maternal <laughs> and paternal issues. Get it together. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He hates his mom. Yeah. He hates his mom. Mom was an evil bitch. Okay. Dad's stuff. a barista. Dad's yeah. a barista, right? That was a fun <laughs> tidbit we got. <laughs> oh, that dad's a yeah, barista. Yeah, a fucking coffee shiller. <laughs> I love that. Coffee. So... That was chapter three. Now we're uh, entering the new world of chapter four. Keenan, take it away. Okay, I'm super excited for chapter four. Uh, chapter four. My lord came an unknown voice behind Raiden. Raiden scowled as he had been awoken again. Why couldn't they simply leave him be? Leave him to sleep for Big once. Mood. <laughs> <laughs> leave him to sleep for once after all that he had done for them. Couldn't they respect his wishes? He groaned his, as his eyes flickered open and yawned before turning to look at the guards in their strong, broad armor. They were looking at him in a curious, puzzled way. Raiden had slept all the night in Andrian's bed, his <laughs> head resting against the warm and comforting blankets. He I'm want- glad someone recognizes it's weird <laughs> in the universe. <laughs> he wanted to linger by her as he had felt safe next to her. Safety was something he felt so rarely now. He looked up and saw his twin sister was still asleep, her head turned away from him, her eyes down, and her brow creased into a small frown. A little smile curled upon his lips for the briefest moment before he turned to the guards who were waiting behind him, waiting to talk. Ew. What? Raiden asked roughly, gingerly. And just as like a side note, I don't know how something can be both rough and ginger simultaneously. Okay, to what do you say, think ginger means? That's the thing. I don't think I know now as my twenty-five-year-old self what ginger means. Delicately, gingerly is Delicate. delicately. Yeah. Are you serious? With a soft touch. Oh, T I L. I did not know that. What do you think it meant? I like spicy? <laughs> I thought it meant like 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 sandpapery. You know, like gingerly, as opposed to. You see, huh. it was a bit more onomatopoeia. On the feeling of a ginger root, you're like, uh, it's not smooth. That's <laughs> actually, yeah, it was pretty much it. That's why we're doing this podcast, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Little tidbits like that. The king wishes to speak to you, my lord, one of them said. They stood up straight like statues, their head held up high and their eyes gleaming with pride under their black helms. Their shining armor shimmered in the dim firelight, the symbol of Durganath curled upon the black armor, 
their short swords tied to their waist firmly with a strong leather belt. Finally, Raiden grunted before getting to his feet and walking out of the healer's quarters. For a moment, he looked behind him to see his sleeping sister, but his eyes did not linger long on her sleeping form. Behind him, the guards shuffled, shuttling in their armor. Raiden walked up with, uh, without a word up the twirling staircase. Scholars and servants moved around the narrow corridors and past the grand entrance hall, where a large statue of Cathindra was carved in black ivory. Cathindra, the great god of Durganath, to whom they all praised. Oh, hell yeah! We got a little Durganathy cosmology. <laughs> I forgot about this. Yeah, there's so much world building in this chapter. Oh, Tapestries, yes, paintings, and portraits of the great leaders of Durganath all were put up on the dark marble wall, their blood-red, moss-green, and cerulean-blue colors shimmering in the faint light. Uh, echoes, yeah, like a lot of a lot of bold colors here. Bold yeah, reds, bold greens, bold blues. Not gonna lie, the, thesaur- the thesaurus was my handy companion. Moss green isn't really bold. Okay. okay. It's like okay. a deep green, though. It's a little muted. Okay. It's a little muted. <laughs> echoes sounded. Echoes of the shuffling feet. Echoes of the calling guards and the echoes of the past which the portraits gave out. Above the statue, there was a large glass chandelier. Crystals fell from the hanging chandelier like glass tears as the light reflected off of them. Mm. They cool were... simile. Wait, I remember the visual in my head that I came up with this. Mm-hmm. It was... it's, it's very, uh, you're, you're painting a picture for us here. In, in the in the hall. Show don't tell, baby. Yes, queen. <laughs> they were the tears of the gods. Each crystal told a tale of its own, for this was the marble hall of Durganath. Capital wow. M, capital H. Swanky. Striding up the stairs, Raiden soon arrived at the richly decorated corridors which led to the king's throne room. Here hung one of the most ancient and precious tapestries of Durganath. All of them told stories, legends, myths, some forgotten, told in an unknown language, with queer symbols that no one could make out. Oh, okay, I need a... It's, like, really fine to say queer when you're actually using it as queer. That's an appropriate usage of queer. Okay, I just, like, I've been listening to a lot of Cameron Esposito, and it's just... She'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Cameron will be fine. Okay, cool, cool. With apologies to Cameron Esposito, title of the episode. Uh, (laughs) Uh, Get a new haircut and we'll talk. There were... <laughs> I hate it. Oh, 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 oh. I hate that haircut. I won't say sorry. She did get a new haircut. Car- oh, is it new? Maybe I like it better. Yeah, it's, it's better. Okay, it's better, yeah. let's continue. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, there were portraits of the lost princes and kings. Portraits that would have long been forgotten. These were all worth a fortune, gold beyond belief. So they stayed on the hanging wall of the king of Durganath. Shalan. Shalan? Shalan? Wait, how do you spell that? S H A L A N. You spelled it. You. <laughs> King Shalan? Shalan. I think it was supposed to be Shalan. 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 King Shalan. King Shalan? Can I call him that? King Shalan. King Shalan. So there's something in my world building I should notice. Oh, like how I imagined these buildings was basically ancient Istanbul. Oh. So because they are Moorish. Des- they are a desert kingdom. So that's how and like they're all kind of olive skinned. So because like is in that the- why they're the 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 armies of darkness? 
Yeah. Oh, oh this is like... And Cathindra, as a, as a deity, does have some sort of, you know... It's got an autumn involved. It's got an autumn... Thank autumn you. That's that's what I was looking for. I saw where you were Autumn vibe. Pulling out the big words here. Very Constantinople. Let's go towards a dicey place. Prior 1435, where, you know, the Muslims came in, like, more orthodox. Constantinople before Hagia Sophia, okay. Okay. End of yeah. history lecture. Cool, cool, cool. No, I'm into it. So, Shalon. Uh, beyond the corridor, there was a large ebony door with ancient carvings on it, twirling through it, their branches twisting around mystical creatures and people. Even the door told a story of its own. Everything was a riddle in this corridor. Dude, I forgot how many riddles there are in this. My girl likes a riddle. Oh yeah, very badly written ones too. Cool. The door, the door swung open. A rush of cold air blew as Raiden entered the king's hall and fell to one knee with his head bowed respectfully. The guards shuffled aside, shuffling to the corner, aside from the two most powerful men in Durganath. The king was ancient as he had learnt the path to immortality. The king belonged to an ancient bloodline of kings. That's a big bomb yeah. to drop. I yeah, know. let's talk about that for a minute. Immortality? A possibility in Durganath? Yeah, magic, man. Limitless. I was expecting that this Raiden guy would have a rise to the throne, but the old guy never dies. Well, you'll uh, see. Well, you'll, you'll see. see. You'll see. Okay. Uh, I feel like I might, I'm might. i gonna see him die. Is that what you've just now told me? Cool. No, no, no. no. spoilers. Just the immortality. The word immortality may have been used, may have been a bit strong for the kind of magic that this king actually oh, okay. has. Uh, like cancer can still get him. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not so yeah it's, I'm immortal of for everything except <laughs> cancer. <laughs> it's a, Achilles and being ankle crushed. Cancer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, um, let's see here. Uh, the king belonged to an ancient bloodline of kings, a bloodline of power which fell right back to Cathindra. The king looked young; however, his soul was old and worn out. He was slowly fading and would soon be greeted by Cathindra. But the problem was that he had no heir. He had children, however, they had died, murdered by the Sherillion, and so he was left alone, and however much it pained him, he had to break the bloodline. Raiden would take up the throne if the king ever failed, as he was the most powerful person in the kingdom and was trusted by the king. Such an opportunity to be like, will Raiden become king or not? Instead, chapter four... (laughs) Oh, Raiden will be. Don't worry about it. Heavy foreshadowing. So, but what I don't understand, he is immortal, and yet he will soon be grabs meet Cathindra. So, the way I'm I'm Ah, interpreting it... These two ideas seem to be in conflict. Yeah, you go. I have an idea. It's like the elven thing, where they go across the sea or whatever. No, no, so he's been... He looks young, but he is old, so it's this thing where it's like... Even though he looks like he's never aged, and I I presume that he's lived for, like, a way longer than a human lifespan, he is sort of, like, degrading internally, and eventually he'll sort of collapse in on himself. So Dorian Gray runs this kingdom. Basically, yes. Yeah, 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 this is the kingdom of Dorian Gray. I think also, like, the god, whatever, Cassandra. Cathindra. Cathindra and King Schlong. (laughs) Schlong. 
Um, I think like she lent him like the power of immortality and can easily just take it away. Oh, it's a she. It's a lady guy. There is a she. I think I said he, but I think it's a she. There like there are numerous gods in this. It's from what I seem cool. to remember. So he's also has a bloodline to the gods. So God yeah. was a literal lady. divine right of kings. Yeah. You'd think yeah. he would have gone out of his way to have another kid. Yeah. Henry the Eighth. Just keep. Going, yeah. going, going, going. Yeah. Another one. And another one. Well, <laughs> up, how old is he internally? If he's past 80 internally... Men can still pump it out. <laughs> they can pump it out until the day they die. Literally, corpses can get you pregnant. <laughs> oh, God. The picture on here If you try hard enough. Who is fucking corpses, though? A woman who Listeners, worked. I'd like you to know that we do not endorse getting pregnant from corpses. I'm going to take you on a... Brief journey here. So. I know this article. You know, this woman worked in a uh, a morgue and she got knocked up by one of her corpses. She was having a little. I feel like she knocked herself up with one of the corpses. Right. But he. If you're into that, though, it's a great gig. A man. Yeah, indeed. (laughs) If you're into fucking corpses, working at the morgue is the worst place for you to work, Dave. Sarah. Why? Can you find a good man? I just want to see you get married. Mom, work just takes up so much of my life. <laughs> yeah, I'm really married to my work. Well, work. And then yeah. the, s- the subsequent child from the interaction. Wait, 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 what? For whom she sued for child support. Oh, yes. Against the dead man's estate. Oh, the hustle. Win? I think so. I don't know. The hustle. It's not important. What the legal precedent is. The important thing is that this woman had the absolute balls of steel to sue a dead dude who she post-mortemly raped his family for child support. Let's get back to the book. (laughs) Sorry, can I just point out, I hear that story and I feel like that's like a horror story. Like that is, but you're you're preaching this like that's female empowerment right there, right? Like You gotta get it where you can find it. Plus, plus. Get debt come, get debt check. Yes. <laughs> Wherever you can find it. It's tough being a woman. I'm days. torn because I'm like, it's technically the kid's dad. The kid's got to go to school. So right? He didn't ask to be here. on a morgue salary. I have no idea how much they make at the morgue. Probably not very much. But it's all had, in the benefits. <laughs> Go good dental. Last episode was the incest episode. (laughs) This episode's the necrophilia episode. Let's just say lock up your pets before the next one. Uh, (laughs) Really, that's the line. That was the line for you, Carol. (laughs) You you wrote this book. (laughs) Let's get back to the book, shall we? There were lanterns hung around the throne room, their orbs giving out a faint red light. At the end of the room, there was a large wooden throne where gems glowed in every color, gleaming in the dim light. The room was grand, with large pillars that sustained the curved roofs. There was a sense of power and malice in the room that tainted the air with its strong and foul smell. Ah, what do they smell like? Power and malice. It's right there in the text. It's the new JC album. It is my old spice sense. Okay. I'm just Power worried we're taking this on a, like a potentially uh, ethnic journey, but I'll stop us from going there. Oh, yeah, we've got even... an Ottoman vibe. It's okay. An Ottoman it's vibe. It's not worse than that. Okay. Okay, quick time out for that little pause. 
Let me just make sure I'm kind of off the mic. Are we all good? Oh yeah, we're all good. This mic's very finicky, and if it's yeah. if it's slightly unhappy, it doesn't go Okay. And I I'm, was worried it made it slightly unhappy. Okay, That's we're gonna cut all that sweet, middle part. Sweet, sweet Dico. <laughs> gonna cut all that middle Some part out. And, uh, you know they are sponsoring podcasts now. Oh, we should get that. Okay, three. And we're back. Uh, back with our Diet Coke sponsor. Is that what we're doing? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Sponsoring. Okay, we'll cut all this out. Ah, the black captain of Durgenhath has finally come, the king said in a husky and cold tone. Uh, I'm just making creative exactly choices. The yeah, the boards. <laughs> I can't let it go. <laughs> yeah, we're, I'm, I'm past it now. Can't, can't let the dead lie. Um, the king said in his husky and cold tone, his fingers curling upon the edge of the throne that he sat upon. Raiden did not answer as he saw no need to. Some Yo, big dick energy right that there. That is yeah, big that is. dick <laughs> energy! <laughs> okay, Raiden, I'm officially imagining him as just a gangly, six foot six, dark haired guy. So Pete Davidson. Yeah. You wanna know? No, no, no. I like imagine a, him played by Ezra Miller. Oh, good one. Actually, no, shit, yes, it is. That's how I imagined it. Don't know who that is, but is that Pete Davidson with a beard? Because that's what I imagine. No, he has no beard. No, no, no this guy Ezra Miller a beard. is. He has an emo haircut. Raiden's got He was ridden in 2002. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, uh, no, facial hair was not a thing for me. Come back, yeah, okay. Yeah. I've been expecting you. <laughs> Forgive me that I did not send for you earlier. I was occupied with other affairs. Useless ones. There was a pause. You may rise, Black Captain of Durganath. Taking a deep breath, Raiden got to his feet and met his king's eyes. They were a deep blue, unlike his, that were which were dark... Sorry, this sentence I should have edited more. The king's eyes were a deep blue, unlike Raiden's, which were dark brown, nearly verging into black. The king looked young, as his face was not lined with wrinkles. However, his soul was old and weakening. He had lurked upon the surface of the earth for so long now, he was slowly fading away, his agelessness slowly catching up with him. Got some good Botox and Durganath, but it can only go so far. <laughs> my, my lord, may I ask why you have summoned me in the midst of battle, Raiden asked, breaking the silence. The king slowly strode back to his throne and sat down once more and put his elbow to the armrests and pondered. Time slowly passed as the king seemed to consider what to say. Sighing, rolling his eyes, Raiden went to lean against the wall, letting the shadows swallow him up as they usually did. Oh, he's so emo. <laughs> oh, I was listening to a lot of my chemical romance. I like how <laughs> he's aware that he's emo too, right? Yeah. Like, he's it's out, fully his brand, and he's really leaning into it, oh. much as he is into the shadows. I'm, I'm going to go wait in the shadows, because that's what normal people do. <laughs> Super normal. Um, <laughs> finally, the king spoke, his voice sullen, with great seriousness. You have to do something, Black Captain of Durganath. Something for your country that will bring you great fame. Something for me and for everyone else. I wish you to go to the Shrillian lands and see if they know anything about the Etenarion that we do not know. It seems that our masterminds are not capable of breaking its secrets, so I wish to send you to spy on them, the Shrillian, to see if they have found anything. 
That was all one sentence, by the way. So the Echinarian is an object, or yes. it's a book within the universe. It's or? an object. Yeah, it's a, it's okay. So with the there are lost chapters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the listeners, there are lost chapters to this, which you will subscribe. You you donate to our Patreon <laughs> and can hack into my two thousand and three <laughs> Yahoo Mail account. Maybe I'll get them, but um. So there are corresponding chapters which my friend wrote and she is being told the character, her character whose name we will discover in like a couple of chapters but his name is Halai, she is getting told by her king, she's an elf, to go and find the Etanarium too and spy on Dergonath. So both kingdoms effectively. But has has uh, did the mystery chapters explain what the Etnarian was? Like, should we kind of get caught up, or is it something we're going to discover? We're going to discover. I mean, this is the problem now. I know what it does, um, and I can't remember when it comes out. Where it knows what it does. Okay. But I'm pretty sure it's like way in. Okay. Okay. So we'll just. Yeah, it's We're a orb. It. It's an orb. That's what I seem to remember. It's like a crystal ball type of thing. No, it's like, um, did you guys ever like read the Golden Compass by Philip Pullman? Like the Golden Compass, a sort of like mechanical device that you could. Okay, twist okay, like a like an anti Keithra mechanism type yeah, deal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's how I imagined it. <laughs> roll, eyes roll, roll that, my, one. that is. It a, did deserve a roll eyes. I'll roll my eyes at that too. Okay, eyes rolled. No eyes uh, for me. Uh, rolled like an anti Keithra machine. <laughs> What? <laughs> I don't know. Um, okay, uh, I think they. I think they have a map that may lead us to the secrets of the Etanarion. I wish you to steal it. Report to me and report to me when you come back to the capital. You will go in secrecy. No guards or soldiers at your side. I shall provide you with all the money you will need and, and all the rest. Pass as a fugitive from the Durganath and disguise yourself. Cover your magic and identity. A ship will be waiting for you in the harbor. I do not wish to see your head spiked on their gates, Raiden. It would be a shame, as you have done so much for us. Too much, really. Believe me, you are one of the most important men in all of Durganath, and one of the most powerful. It would be terrible if we came to lose you. Henceforth, you shall be on one of the greatest missions in Durganath history. Besides, you know how it works over there, no? Methinks that does protest too much about how much he doesn't want anything to happen to Raiden. Mmm. Mmm. It's some some sloppy foreshadowing going on here. <laughs> oh, yeah, not my forte. Raiden smiled briefly and nodded before letting it hide. It was a dark, corrupt smile, full of disdain. I, he had been in such lands before, but not for long, as they had to retreat as the enemy's army had attacked them with great viciousness. However, now he was going to embark on one of the grandest quests in Durganath history. I'm so glad we got a quest. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, like, so much direction to this story now. I also like how they're like repeating it over and over again, where it's like, you're going to go to the Sherillian lands, you know, the, the Sherillian, sure. and you're going to find the Etnarion there in the Sherillian lands, but you're going to be hidden, hidden in the Sherillian lands <laughs> while you're looking for that Etnarion secrets, the secrets in the Sherillian lands. To be honest, I don't think Raiden's very bright. <laughs> Are there any other lands besides Durganath? Oh, you'll Sherillian? find out. Okay. You'll find oh, out. Oh, cool. There's like the Dagoba scene. Dagobah? How do you say that? Dagobah, yeah. What? Yeah, Star, Star, Star Wars. Wars. When they go meet Yoda on the planet. Like, you know. No, there is two binaries. Like the Star Wars fans, Lord of the Rings fans, none You can't. be both. No, you can't. 
It's one or the other! Ugh! Fluidity does not exist between those. I will stand and I'm do in the neither. Okay. Okay. If you want to talk about Westworld, though, let me know. <laughs> no one likes Westworld. Uh, I will literally leave this podcast. <laughs> I was, I, I spoke ill of Westworld last night, and I slept with one eye open. I will have you know. Um, let's see here. Uh, he'd been in Durganath. Uh, now he has this the grandest quest. Uh, now all was left up to him, the burden on his shoulder. He could not come back empty-handed, as that would be terrible, and a shadow of shame would be cast upon his face and his memory. If he died on the way, he would still be praised as a king, though, for the attempt, but he did not want that to come to pass. It would be a grim fate, one that he was sure to avoid. Death, yes. Yeah, dying is bad, oh, Raiden okay. concluded to himself, <laughs> because if he died, that would not be good. Uh, Raiden looked up, his eyes wandering to meet the king's, as he raised an eyebrow. And what will become of my twin sister once I'm gone, he asked. My hot, hot twin sister. He asked, the thought of Andrian being kicked out in the streets jumping to his mind. They don't just kick her out? Like, yeah, there's no health insurance here. Like, she also of semi-status? No, she's is? a whore. She's a madam oh, or a whore or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's like scum of society. Is she like top whore, though? She's like the madam. Madam, from what I remember. I don't know. There's a little, like, other things I invented in my head later, so I can't remember. This is, this is non-canonical. Gotcha, okay. Andrian, asked the king, his eyebrows raised. The king knew everything about everyone in his court. Everything even the darkest and most profound secrets. Yes, Andrian. I do Like Andrian. that he wants to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so does the king know that Raiden wants to fuck his sister? Is that what this is saying? Uh maybe. Maybe. He knows deepest them, and them them deepest, darkest, most profound secrets. Yes, Andrian. I don't have another twin sister as far as I know, Raiden <laughs> said, stating the obvious. Oh, yeah. It says stating the obvious. It does. It does. That is, nice. that is part of the text. The king waved a hand. Bah! Don't worry about her, Raiden. I am in debt with you. Nothing will happen to her. I hope no harm will come to her, Raiden said darkly, with great seriousness, as he wished no ill will to come to his sister. Oh my god. <laughs> this is this is the chapter where everything is said twice. Hey, this is a drama end. <laughs> do, do not worry, Black Captain of Durganath, the king said and chuckled under his breath, before his expression became sullen and serious once more. I wish you to leave tonight, Raiden. I want this to be secrecy. Just secrecy. Do not tell anyone about our plan. Only some of the court men know. This is of utter secrecy, Raiden, <laughs> and keep your identity secret, even in Durganath. I do not want everyone to know that the Black Captain is running around in the Cerulean lands. Don't they all know him? Secrecy! Utter secrecy. <laughs> Nothing but secrecy. Can he, like, camouflage himself with his magic? Is he gonna... Oh, uh, I think... I don't is know if identifiable is the fucking black captain. How do you sneak around? Well, apparently they're all pretty tan, He's so. in line for the throne. Someone's gonna recognize him. I don't know, man. <laughs> secrecy. Utter secrecy. Yeah, 
yeah, man, he's undercover. You might think that everyone knows what Leonardo DiCaprio and Matt Damon look like, but if one of them trains as a cop and then infiltrates an Irish mob oh, and the other comes out of an Irish mob family and then infiltrates the cops, no one's the wiser, you see? I like what that. I'm saying is that this is Fantasy of the Departed now. <laughs> great movie, great, FYI. Great movie. Great movie. Uh, thanks to our sponsor, Martin's Scorsese. <laughs> and Ben Affleck's back tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> Lest we forget. Um, a better way to back tattoo. Uh, <laughs> I, Raiden bowed and looked out the window for a moment. The sun was sinking as he had slept during most of the day, slept heavily by his sister. Now he did not have much time left to get all that he needed. Turning to the king, he bowed as he was dismissed. The king wished him all the luck as Raiden bowed again in respect before turning to the large corridor of riches. He did not have much time left to get all that he needed, and he still wanted to do something before he left. Namely, fuck his sister. The night was old when he ventured into the healer's quarters. Silently, Raiden walked across the marble floor, making sure that he did not awaken the sick with his heavy boots. The brilliant moonlight shone through the glass windows and reflected off his pale face and dark eyes, making them gleam. He was a shadowy figure as he wore his black cloak, brimming chainmail, and a cuirass with the Durganath symbol, he did, as he did not wish to wear his heavy armor. His hunting knife was on his belt, as was his long golden sword, which hung by his waist. The sword was ill-reputed, as it was charmed with powerful dark magic. It was a beautiful we weapon, one that he treasured and trusted his life with. Bigger than average, too. Got <laughs> <laughs> that big dick energy. <laughs> Uh, uh, big sword is some small dick energy. I was gonna say, a giant uh, ass golden sword yeah. is pretty little dick energy. Uh, it's not even good sword material. You're gonna break that. Please battle. note, I had never seen a penis when I wrote this, so yeah. it's obvious. It's fine, you know. You're, maybe. Did you think they looked like swords? Is that what you're trying to tell? <laughs> what's the disclaimer? I don't know. I don't know. I'm nowhere in the text were you trying to describe a penis. No. <laughs> What if the Ednarion is actually just like, uh, like a, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a reserve, like the pinnacle, the, the center of all big dick energy in the universe. Oh, yeah, mm. yeah. Oh, man, that was a so crystallization like, uh, of the big dick energy of Durgana. Can I just give you guys a teaser of uh, a quick one for the listeners? There are, there is not one, but two sexies in this. Oh, I can't wait. I had never seen a penis. Well, that right. will be we'll get informative we'll get when we get we'll there. Get um, stay tuned, listeners, for... Big dick energy <laughs> without dick, because I had never seen a dick. Uh, confused eroticism. Uh, it's coming up. Uh, but for now, someone coughed violently, letting it echo through the room. Another cough soon followed. Raiden frowned as he stepped forward, trying to find the source of the cough. Suddenly, he found it. He stood in front of his sister's bed as he looked down at her. She was curled up in a ball, sweat trickling down her face, a scowl creased on her brow. She whimpered like a lost puppy. She coughed out again, blood splattering out of her lungs and tainting the white quilts. His oh, pew pew pew, it was taint. Oh, yeah. That, for anybody who wasn't around for episodes one or two, which would be literally all of humanity at this point, we had a fun game where anytime Carolyn said taint, 
because she said a lot, we did air horn noises. So that's a fun little callback to so, content that no one's heard. That's yeah, good. That's the callbacks we like. On the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Deep uh, personal cuts. So, so she's just got tuberculosis. To be or not to be. I told you I was getting sateen vibes. Yeah. Uh, this yeah. is consumption. Yeah. This is consumption. But magical consumption. No. She already lives in a desert, though. That's probably the best environment, right? No, no, moisture is. That's why they want oh, Yeah, they send them to the coast. Don't you remember? It's like they uh, take in the air on I the sea side. No, you die of TB in, like, moist apartments from when we seem to remember. I don't know. I thought you were supposed to could take in ocean air. But that was to clear the lungs. That's why they want to over to Brown. It's all very scientific. Cool. Uh... <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, Raiden's eyes widen in disbelief. She was dying. Drowning in her own blood, she was. The same disease their mother had. She was dying, and the symptoms had come about so quickly. With his knowledge of healing, he knew she would not survive. She was dying in her own blood. Agony and anguish filling the empty gaps in her soul. Much like the blood filling her lungs. <laughs> she because was... she was dying in it. The blood, that is. The death blood. The death blood. The blood of dying. <laughs> she would soon pass into the realms of the gods. She would soon fade away. Do it Fade all. away. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, literally, <laughs> literally yes. line break, fade away. <laughs> oh, there it is. There's a full... Line oh break! It's a standalone! <laughs> one sentence, oh two words. Oh. Also, Raiden is just Edgar Allan Poe at this point. He's watched all the women in his life succumb to TB. Uh, ben, our, our dear friend Ben, said uh, he's pretty much Scarface. He's got uh, a very Scarface energy about him. Uh, no, I've, I've never seen... Me neither. Okay. Just putting it out there for anyone. I haven't seen anyone. it, but I feel like I could describe the whole plot of the movie. Yeah. yeah. Cocaine. Every Italian Wait. dude I dated in high school's poster in his bedroom. Wait, is Scarface Marlon Brando? No. Let's move on. No, that is, no. <laughs> <And> <laughs> Glad we cleared that up. And if you're at home listening to this and you're like, oh man, I'm going to send them information about Scarface because they want to be educated. Don't. Instead, just keep that one to yourself. We're very, we're very happy. That's a very optimistic assessment <laughs> that people would be sending us information to educate uh, us. Listen, fake it till you make it. Believe in yourself and the power of your podcast. That, that is big dick big energy. Dick energy. <laughs> uh, Raiden shook his head. He somehow knew that this was going to happen as he felt somewhat guilty for it. He denied it and tried to shake the emotion out of his mind, but it kept on coming back, haunting him and lingering by him like a dead memory. The dead never lie. He slowly took out a letter from his oh cook. God. A letter which told the words that only she would read and understand. Oh no. Words of truth. Words of a brother. They told a tale that only she could understand. <laughs> a lost and grand tale. An explanation. The problem was that if she would understand it, oh, God. she was ever so stubborn, like him, but she was dogmatic. And then, I just want to throw this one out there. I did cut this out for the reading, but I feel like I'm going to bring it back now. It, the, the line was, she was dogmatic, full stop, new sentence, dogma, full stop. <laughs> <laughs> she had a pure soul. <laughs> She had a, I don't know what you were trying to do. She was, it's like it's become beat poetry. Like, she was dogmatic. Dogma. 
<laughs> it's like medieval dogma man. Oh, there was a store in my town that was called Dogma, and I never understood it because I was like, Dad, has that got to do with dogs? And he was like, No. And I'm like, What's dogma? And he's like, Religion. Religion is dogma. Dogma. And I'm like, That makes no sense. They sell dogma. Clothes. It was a Dutch clothing store. Maybe in dogma, in Dutch, it actually does mean something about dogs. I've never thought of that. Anyway. Go on. Dull or Dutch listeners. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Um, <laughs> you can send us in some educational stuff. Yeah, we'd love to learn about we'd love to learn about Dutch. Uh, this is this is going off the tracks. We only got one page left, though, people. Let's do it. Uh, she had a pure soul. He didn't. She lived and would die in peace. But he was already dead. Hey, I was. I'm Catholic. Comes out there. Okay. Um, but they were still brother and sister, twins. They shared blood, kin, and memories. They were bound to blood, but he was the one that broke it. Raiden broke it. He ignored the haunting guilt and shame, and now all he had left was a letter and a timeless flower. Timeless flower? Oh, Jesus. A flower full of grace and memories. Oh my god! A flower with white and black petals. What kind of hot topic bullshit is this? <laughs> Straight from a My Chemical Romance video. Oh my god. A flower which only grew where they once had lived. At home. He had charmed the flower to make it timeless, to never let it die. Raiden How many does that for his sister? Nah. I, th- I, I feel like wait, he wait, just put it between two. We're talking about a literal it's, flower. There's literally oh, a I flower. I thought it was a metaphor about his sister. Nope. Literally a flower. It's oh black and white. I thought it was bad as a metaphor. It's definitely worse as a flower. <laughs> what fucking flower is black and white? He what charmed is the it. System? Uh, he it. Okay. He I apparently it. have bad listening skills. Raiden hoped that she would be buried with it and that she would read the letter before her vision faded. Wait, what? I thought she was dead. No, no, she's dying. She's dying. Yeah. Cho- don't you remember yeah. choking on all her blood? She's dying in the blood. The blood's making and her he, die. He's dying in the blood. The whole internal monologue, just watching it all. I, and he's like, I really should have fucked her when I had the chance. <laughs> Do I still have? <laughs> uh, no, men won't have sex with anything that's bleeding. <laughs> uh, uh, he walked slowly over to her bed and took her head gently in his, took her hand gently in his rough ones. He stroked it reassuringly and lovingly. She was his dear twin sister. He leant over. We know. Yeah, no, like I'm, I, I, I know too. I'm just reading it. <laughs> Don't blame me. Uh, he leant over and moved his hand to her cheek as he caressed it. Keep faith, sister. The tale shall... (laughs) The tale shall end someday. Dogma. That's exactly what some cool guy says. The tale shall end someday. In a 1970s, like, buddy cop film. Keep faith, bro. He says that to, like, a nun. I don't know. Was that it? Nope. Oh. The tale shall end someday. He whispered softly into her ear. Hopefully. She she scowled and stirred lightly, muttering something. He could feel her sickly breath upon his cheek and the sweat trickle down her forehead. Moving away, he stepped back slightly, letting go of her, letting her free. He carefully placed the letter by her bed, making sure she would see it when she woke up, leaving the flower on top of it. 
He looked at his sister and smiled slightly, a little one which curled upon his dark lips. Farewell, Andrian, he said, and turned away from her, exiting the quarters and disappearing into the night where dark creatures lurked in the shadows, creatures of malice and corruption, creatures like himself, Raiden. Black Captain of Durganat. Oh my oh, no. god! I really hope that they have some type of welfare system, because it's really hard to be a prostitute with consumption. So, now that we've ended chapter four, thoughts? A lot. You have a lot of thoughts. I was optimistic at the world building, and then uh, and we learned about this king, and that was pretty cool. Strong? Fell back into a lot of just the same incestual over like I'm kind of glad she's dying like he can maybe get over it she's hey. almost certainly gonna come back to life like why include her unless no, 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 no. I think this feels very much like a, a tying up loose ends where it's like she's not your sister if she's a ghost <laughs> yeah you can fuck Gross. your ghost version of your sister <laughs> ew I mean, I didn't it. write it. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. I keep forgetting I wrote this and being like, can it end? No, just distance yourself from it. It's easier. Can yeah. it end? Definitely compartmentalize that. What I'm kind of happy about this is that there were less, like, I mean, there were sexual overtones, but it wasn't the worst, so I don't feel disgusting within myself. No, honestly, like, killing off the sister, killing off the sister feels to me very much like a, uh, like a teenage girl's like, well, we know that this is going to be a love story, and we don't want his new girlfriend to be jealous of his very close relationship with his sister, so we're just going to kill her off, so now there's, there's no competition for Halai. Listen, Halai is right to think that his relationship with the sister is sus as fuck. <laughs> well, listen, listen, we have not met Halai yet. Halai is, well, better written. A Reddit post from the Cherillion on our relationships in a year or two is... So I met this guy, and he works as the as the black captain of Durganath, um, and the thing is, is that heir he's... Heir to the throne. He's heir, heir, to heir to the throne, not in the bloodline, And he's, like, heir. really nice to me. <laughs> but, like, his sister just stays at our house for, like, a few weeks at a time, and, like... They sleep in the same bed, <laughs> the door closed. And there's all these... Fucking hideous fucking flowers all over. <laughs> you know what? I was thinking I really would have preferred it if the flower he gave her was one of those roses where the stem had been cut into like five different things and put in different colors so that the rose oh. ends up being fucking uh. hideous and rainbow. Oh, wait, that's how they do that? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I spoil that? I thought they were oh, natural joking. I would have preferred like a carnival rainbow rose. I don't know. That's I feel like just me. Honestly, like I, I've read a fair number of fantasy things, and I feel like a flower with black and white petals is like, it's like very it's par for the course for like a mm. fantasy, mm-hmm. a fantasy world. You know, it's just kind of cool looking. Thank you for defending it. No problem. And me and my books shit skills. Though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the book is shit. Okay, guys. Well, let's wrap this up. Um. Oh god, now I have to do that thing where they're like. It's on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or wherever you like, yeah, like, write that down. Subscribe, drop a comment down below. Yeah, drop a comment, rate, subscribe, and follow our new Lord of the. Oh no, we I have a, I have an Instagram where I make Lord of the Ring memes. Are we allowed to say Lord of the Ring? I don't know, man. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you yeah. have to say Lord of the. How about Ring. how about Lord of the Wrongs? Lord of the Wrongs. <laughs> so I do have an Instagram. It's at Tolkien White Girl 2018 because whatever. 
It should have been 2005. Who's the other one? No, it's because it was connected to an email address. I need to figure this out. Anyway, um, you can follow that. It's full of uh, dank. So what should they follow? The name you're not sure is going to be the same name? Yeah, yeah, no, it'll be the same name. It'll be the same name. And that name again is? At Tolkien White Girl, one word, 2018. What happens when it's 2019? One word, you remind me of the people in the 90s who were typing in email. Lowercase. Internet website addresses, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, is that a space in it? Like, no, motherfucker. When was there ever a space? Can I, can I just say the No, I'm just, I'm just here to cause problems. Okay, <laughs> Thanks, David. And that, and that is your 90s computer uh, <laughs> riff of the day. Glad, yeah. glad I could deliver that fresh take. So, at Tolkien, Tolkien White Girl 2018 is the Instagram rating for viewers on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and it is on SoundCloud. So, uh, that was all the promo, I guess, that I can do for this. Oh, man. Um, yeah, I know, it was pretty... Um, it was ginger. I just learned what that word meant. It does not mean that. So uh, tune in for chapter five, Cinco, Sank, for your Spanish Franco listeners. We will be back next week on Friday. Stay grinning. Ew. Uh, <laughs>